Hello and welcome to the Rooting Around podcast, a podcast where we take a not-so-deep dive into countries and places and things around the world. As per usual, I'm Tom. I'm Ed. And I'm Sam. And in a much-anticipated return to regular service, we're doing a country today. And that country is Germany, a.k.a. Deutschland. Ed, you reckon see Deutsch, don't you? Yeah, a bisschen. I'm going to assume that means yes. A little bit. A small amount. You're, yeah. you're fluent. Don't say a little bit. Well, the thing is, I I can understand it perfectly, read it perfectly, but because I never speak it, it's very, very rough. Like when I went to, said that in the last last episode, I think when I was in Estonia, at a campsite, there were two Germans who I spent the evening with. Oh, the and... ladies, uh, the, the young women that you allegedly didn't do anything with, allegedly. Yes, apart from playing cards. Um, oh, what well, the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> um, well they well i spoke german to them and it was quite like i speak it but it's just weirdly enough the language i confuse it with the most is english so like some english words will like slip and i'll just say something in english out of nowhere which is weird but yeah no i do speak it what's what's your favorite german word krankenwagen oh amblements lovely it's a yes. Sam, Which, have, you got, have you got a favourite German word? My favourite German word is Schmetterling. Oh, that's pretty good to be fair. That's what butterfly. That... Oh. And it, it literally means thing that flaps. Nice. Small thing that flaps. Small thing, oh, sorry, yeah, of course. I, I like, um, I've, I've got two. One of mine is the one for bat, which I believe is Flugmaus. Flying <laughs> mouse. <Yeah. laughs> um, but my favourite one, without a doubt, is handy for mobile yeah, phone. Mobile phone. <laughs> oh, my because... handy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh I have a telephone call in mid handy. Um, it's just brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's the same in Luxembourg as well. And handy. Of course, it is. It's just like there's no sense of irony in, in either of those countries, I guess. Um, I'd be ashamed to say handy. Yeah, but it, oh, I'm not even going to fall into your trap. It's all right. You don't have to. Um, so, Stats. I, w- I want to hear all about the size and the populace and what that equates to in Luxembourg and Wales. So it's a fairly big country. I'm pretty sure it's the second or third biggest country in Europe, if you don't include Russia. Or if you do, I don't actually know or, to be or fair. Ukraine, or, or Turkey. <laughs> okay, no, we just <laughs> ignore this part. It is 357,000 square kilometres which is 137 times Luxembourg and 17 Wales's population. Wow. Big country, biggest Big European country. 83 million, uh, which is 138 Luxembourg's and 27 Wales's. For some reason, I always think that there's more people in the UK than there are. Maybe it's like my inflated sense of national pride. Not that I have much, but do, I, yeah. do you know what I mean, Sam? Like, Do you feel like... Oh, I thought the UK was the biggest country in Europe. Maybe in the centre of the world and all that. No, yeah, yeah probably because we've, we've just been fed this line of like, yeah, the UK is so important. How can, how can there possibly be more people in Germany or any other country for that matter, except for definitely, India? Definitely not the bloody Germans. Exactly. There's quite a lot of people in the UK, to be fair. Isn't it like 70, 70 million? I think it's like 65 million or something. Yeah. Hmm. But it's all, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll cover that in more detail in the UK episode if we ever do one. 67 um, million is the population in the UK. 
Oh, he's quick on the keys today, Sam. I am. Obviously, Ed Ed speaks speaks the Deutsch. Sam, have you been to Germany? You must have. I have driven across Germany, and we didn't stop. So Sweet. yes, I've been to Germany, but no, I've not seen any of it. You would love Germany. I would love to go properly. Yeah, I remember when we were driving across it, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "Shit, this place is cool." It's just loads of forests and like massive rolling hills, and yeah, it looks really pretty. So, which way did you drive when you crossed Germany? Did you go in through uh, left like, to right. like Charlotte? Fucking left to right. <laughs> left to right on Google Maps. Um, did you go through like was it like Charleroi, like Köln, and then across to like, no, we went by Luxembourg. Of course you did. Is that so, where you put look, the dodgy tiramisu? Yes. Oh it is, yeah, actually. I forgot about that. Where we almost lost Isaac to some tiramisu. That was so funny. But you went across southern Germany then. Yeah, so we we went to Prague, so we we would have driven like via the south, but not like too south either. Like we wouldn't have gone all the way to Munich or the Alps. Probably like the famous cities would be like Nuremberg and Stuttgart, so the Nurburgring. Were you tempted to go on the Nurburgring? I'm not saying you're tempted to go to Stuttgart because there's nothing to do in Stuttgart. It's, it's, um, it's, I'm it's, pretty sure we thought about it. We did. We, we did think about it. Yeah. Fiat Panda, but it, it might not be worth it when you've got such a shit car on a big, big track like that. No, nah, reckon... I've seen. I've seen loads of bangers go around it on YouTube. Yeah, but is it worth it? Why not? Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it. What's the worst that could happen? You have to Wait, buy a really the... shit car in Germany. We did the transfer garrison in a Fiat Panda. Why not do the Nurburgring? Yeah, but you can like make the the most of that road on a in a shit car. The nerve ring, you can't really get the speed <laughs> that would be nice on the track. You well, speed's re- speed's relative, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's all about how you feel in your heart. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so um, obviously the nerve ring. Talking about going quick, um, I'm going to assume that you went on the autobahn. Uh, did you go on any like de-restricted bits, and what was the quickest you could you got up to? Um, I don't think with our little Fiat Panda we we did that. Also, there's a massive myth about the autobahn. First of all, everyone calls it the autobahn, but that's just a word for motorway, so it's stupid to call it that. But what, um, so what, okay, so what should I call it? Motorway. Yeah, but what's wrong with calling something the name that it is? In its native language. Well, then you can also, instead of saying Germany, you can say Deutschland. Well, maybe I will next time. Well, then do it. Well, no, I, I also guess... I often think I... that we should do that anyway. For country names. For country names, yeah. Like, we yeah. should call Wales Cymru. Well, I think, we're, I think we're about to change that in lots of different oh, places. Are we? Because I know... Oh, this is a little aside. So the Welsh football team... Uh, are thinking about changing their name in FIFA and UEFA from Wales to Cymru. Nice. Mm. Uh, I think the rugby team is thinking about doing the same. Yeah, I'm all for that. Not just for Wales, but for for all uh, places. You should. That's a them. weird one, by the way. Germany. Like, why? Why is it called Germany and Deutschland? That seems like the type of fact that one of us should have probably researched, but didn't. <laughs> Yeah, we should have. Yeah, really, we? Like so Germany yeah. has its origins in the Latin term uh, Germania, 
Uh, so basically, the etymology of the word Germania itself is not entirely clear, but it's believed to have been used by the Romans to refer to the lands and peoples east of the Rhine and north of the Danube. Uh, over time, the name Germany evolved from variations of the Latin term and was adopted by various Germanic-speaking peoples. That's just off the top of my head. Yeah, that's no, of that's <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. That's fascinating. Uh, it actually is. But then I have a big question. Um, Ed, as I'm sure you're aware, the French word for Germany is Allemagne. Yes. Probably pronounced badly. Where's that come from? I don't know. It, but it seems like it's unconnected to. It's Germany. the same in Spanish, though. It's Alemania. So. Hmm. And they're Latin languages. I don't know. And Italian, I'm pretty sure it's something else because the language German in Italian is called Tedesco. Weird. So everyone's just doing whatever they want. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because um, in like Swedish and Danish, in Scandinavian languages, Germany is called Tuskland and German people are called Tuska. And in Russian, Germany is Germania, but Germans are called uh, Niemitz, Niemka, if it's a man or a woman. But back to the autobahn, there's like... Sorry, sorry of... do, you mean, do you mean the motorway? Yeah, but I wanted to help you out here and just so you understand what I'm talking about. No, I'm not talking about the M24 here. 25. It's a massive lie. Like, yes, there are unrestricted areas, but they're so rare, especially in the southern part of the country, which has always been worked on. I mean, there's always like roadworks and stuff. You can never drive unrestricted. Or if you can, it's just like five kilometers and then there's more roadworks. So how, how do you know when it's unrestricted? Because there's a little sign, you know, the, the round white sign with a gray line going yeah. diagonally across. Does that, then, mean, does that mean unrestricted? Yeah. And then you can go as fast as you can. What was the fastest you got your little car, your little panda up to on the rally? Honestly, I have no clue. I think it was Cannot around a hundred. I guess it's like, it's always going to be. Miles an hour, by the way. Yeah, miles an hour. And he was screaming. Like it was, yeah. it was not good. I guess because you're like, you're full of passengers and yeah. luggage and you've got a roof rack and it's like yeah. it's like aerodynamically not ideal no. for going because I, I remember I, I did a little section of the rally in a I want to say like a Honda Jazz or something it was it was gross nice um, <laughs> and we could we we couldn't get above like 80 or something it was pretty pretty shambolic for that example one day I sorry one day I um, I drove my my dad's uh, Citroen 2CV this really old car uh, down a hill and I saw that the other side is like so I was on top of a hill you can drive downhill and the other side is straight a straight line the other side goes straight up again so I was like at least if my brakes don't work the hill will stop me so I was like I'm gonna try and go as fast as I can down this hill and I think I went just over 100k an hour with this little basically tin foil car and it was it was a good thrill, but I shat my pants. It was just vibrating everywhere. I felt like the air would like come in through the gaps and just lift the whole car up. Um, but that was as fast as I drove in a shit car. I don't think... I think the only really shit car I've driven is any time I was in, I was in Russia working, I'd find my way to like borrow a, a Vaz or like a Jiguli or a Lada. And I'd just like cruise around town i'm not going quick when i'm in a ladder i'm you know I'm like pulling up on ladies on the <laughs> side um but yeah we've we've you know 
we've spoken very little about Germany so far, as as got... is usual. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very interested to know what they eat there. I know this is probably going to not come as a surprise to anyone that they like sausages. What's your favourite German food, Ed? <laughs> To be fair, sauerkraut is very good. I like that a lot. But their national food, well, type of food is sausages. And they have apparently more than 1,500 types of sausages. Jesus Christ. I, I feel like there's there's a really famous sketch, comedy sketch with Ricky Gervais, where it's before he became transphobic, where he <laughs> talks about like naming of new bats. And he's like, that's a long-eared bat. Oh, that's a slightly longer-eared bat. And I feel like that's basically what people do with, like, 15, 1,500 or however many variants of sausages there are. Really, there's, like, eight different types of sausage. Um, <laughs> and Germany's just, like, stretching it as far as they can within, like, realms of, like, ridiculousness. Yeah, it's true, because really, like, realistically, how many can you make with cheese, just... with, without cheese? Yeah. <laughs> And it's just the shape of them, isn't it? This is a long, twirly one. This is a long, straight one. This is a long, straight one with pepper. This is a long, straight one without pepper. Yeah, exactly. We could go on forever. Which leads me to my next question. And Sam, feel free to answer this. What's your favourite sausage? Oh, <laughs> Ed. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I do like a good bratwurst. Uh, the ones with those little chunks of fat in them that pop when you eat them. Nice. Ed, same question. Is there a Luxembourg sausage? Uh, well, I guess it's from from everywhere. The like the sausage with bacon around and meat and cheese in the middle kind of exists everywhere. It's called in in Luxembourg. It is called the blind Jean, which is a, a name Johan, I guess. John. So, what, so can you say it in Luxembourg? It's like blint Johan. Blanderjan. Blanderjan. Wow. Depending on where you're from. And that exists in Germany as well, obviously, because one of their 1,500 uh, 1, sausages is actually from Luxembourg. Wow. So they're stealing. They're stealing Luxembourgish national secrets and recipes. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, I've not really explored the world of sausages. I've definitely not eaten 1,500 of them. So I'm, I can't really give you a, a, a constructive answer to your question here. To be honest, the, the what are they called? The Richmond vegan or veggie ones? I can't remember if they're vegan or veggie. are really good. Richmond vegetarian sausages are the best sausages. That's, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to interject, but you're, you're both wrong. The correct answer for vegetarian slash vegan sausages are the shroom dogs. We had those. They're like mm. mushroom sausages. Actually, yes. No, they are very They're good. They're like legit, like real. I haven't had a sausage in, like a real sausage in like 10 years, maybe. Um, but I don't, that doesn't mean I don't wake up, wake up and think about them every day. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, those, those like mushroom sausages are peng. There's a there's a sausage brand that I don't I, I know I bought them in Sainsbury's before. But they're called Jolly Hog. And uh, they, yeah. they they're make from some, Bristol. No? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they make sausages with black pudding and apple in the sausages. Oh my god, my mouth's watering just talking about them. They're so fucking good. Wait, so, so the sausage is not black pudding itself. So no, it's, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's a sausage, sausage like a pork sausage. Pudding. Is it like it's yes. bejeweled with black pudding? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Ed. What are your thoughts on black pudding? I love it. We. Really? Do you have it in, in Luxembourg? 
Or do you have uh, do you have like boudin noir because you're all fancy and French and fucking posh? Well, it's literally the same thing, <laughs> but in Spain, for I prefer I prefer the Spanish one because they add rice to it. Oh, it's bang in the Spanish one, yeah. It does look a bit like shit, mm. but it's so good. Yeah. So yeah, but back to Germany and staying on food. If I told you that Germany's apart from sausages, famous for another like staple that has like plenty of types of different types what do you think it would be beer schnitzel oh uh, true yeah no <laughs> obviously beer but not schnitzel not beer Pretzels. bread oh yeah that makes sense yeah they're really famous for their diverse bread culture with over 300 types of bread and over 1200 kinds of rolls and pastries again how can you have 1200 i might have a slightly controversial statement here um when it comes to food, but I feel like blanket statement, the majority of German bread is like dense and fucking horrible. Like I agree. Like real bread is like a good like baguette or like you know that pronunciation was exquisite. Thank you very much. Um I've been practicing all day for this one moment where I shit on German <laughs> bread. Um or like like <laughs> or like pan de campagna or like something like good or like What's the what's the one which is like glass bread, like pan de glass or something, like this an Italian one, like real good bread, but German bread is just like fucking. Who likes rye bread? Ugh. Like rye bread, I like rye bread, but they like just adding stuff to their bread. Like it's never just bread; it's bread with something all the time. I haven't got time for that. That's why. That's that's what the literally the reason that sandwiches were invented. If you want to put stuff inside bread, you make bread and you cut it open and fill it. Is that not like a standard? Is that not a fair <laughs> argument, I feel? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, I agree. So what else is your position on German bread? My, honestly, I'm not sure that I know any <laughs> German breads. I'm Googling now. German bread. They got... What's the word? Fuck that. Well, <laughs> give, me, give me braces. Extra, extra thick. No, that's not bread. Yes, it is. I grew up around the corner from the factory, mate. That is bread. It smells braces- amazing. Is braces made in Wales? I know what yeah, uh, Warburton's is made in Wales, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I know braces is because I literally grew up around the corner from it. And the braces factory is just around the corner from the pot noodle factory. Wow. And that, oh, and that that's is a why, good combination. That is why pot noodle sandwiches taste bad and good. What, they work <laughs> is in collaboration together? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty much. I'm, I'm really surprised that... I'm not surprised. Like, Obviously, you know that pot noodles are made somewhere. But I didn't yeah. think it would be in in Southeast Wales. Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Why been, not, yeah. You thought that they were made in Mumbai or? No, I just thought they'd be made somewhere more exotic, like Telford. Nah, man. Or... nah that's where the noodle mines are. <laughs> ah, of course, yeah. Oh, there's this advert, no? Where... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the advert was that uh, Italy and Wales used to be com- connected, and then with tectonic plates shifting, they split apart, and Italy got pasta, and Wales got noodles. <laughs> And there was a sheep that could sniff noodles out of the rocks. God, honestly, I'm I'm sort of I'm being like vaguely reminded of this advert, but I ha- I, yeah. I need to watch it afterwards. That's fantastic. Yeah, and everyone in the ac- in the advert had like a proper thick Welsh accent. I think they just hired members from the factory to cut down costs. Probably, I had loads of mates. Dads used to work there, and like school would be so good because all obviously all our dads were friends, and so people would just come to school with loads of pot noodles, and you just give them like a fiver, and you have like. I'm Dean Pot Noodles. What's your favourite pot noodle flavour? I'm a sucker for beef and tomato. I like to keep it 
Keep it old school. Keep it, keep it OG, yeah. Although Bombay Bad Boy is banging. I've not had a pot noodle in, again, a very long time. But it makes me want I'm more, to. Yeah, I'm more of a shin cup guy now myself. You feel? I'm not really. I haven't I haven't had like instant noodles. Oh, since, I love them. Since I was like living in Russia. I have, I have this horrible brand called Dasharak, which is gross. It sounds like you had it a lot, though. I had it enough times to know I didn't like it. Anyway. Should we get back to Germany? <laughs> yeah. It's just been a, big, a really big chat about fucking noodles. Um, I have some I have some funny things. I've got a little bit of a test for you this this week, actually, Ed. I know every every uh, podcast. You test me every day. I know, every I know. I know but um, I've, I've got some some interesting german words that i'm going to butcher the pronunciation of and i'd like you, and i would like you to tell me what they mean mm-hmm. so first one is uh oh god i can't fucking pronounce any of these um isn't that the point of it schnapsy day um schnapps what schnapsy day is it all one word? Yeah. How, how is it spelled? Schnapps. <laughs> ah, the letter schnapps. Yeah, so schnapps. S C H N A P S I D E E. Oh, that's like a good idea or something like that. Yeah. It, or a, a quick idea. It 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 directly translates to booze idea, uh, and it sort of has a similar meaning uh, to like hold my drink or hold my beer in English. Oh, okay, like, yeah, okay, I see. Famous last words that. Hold my beer. <laughs> Here's, I've got an interesting one here. Um, this is called, uh, this is Kummerspeck. Say the first word again, the first part. Kummer. K-U-M-M-E-R. Yeah. Is it like, oh, I know that. That can mean like when you're, for example, Liebeskummer means when you're heartbroken. Yeah. So broken fat. <laughs> oh, close. And it actually translates to grief bacon. What does that mean? <laughs> so this is, this is, uh, so used, used in a, in a sentence, it could be when a relationship ends or during other times of sadness, anger, or worry, it's common to put on a few pounds of kumushbeck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a literal language, isn't it? It is. But that's a, the beauty of a language where you can just like take words and merge them together. Yeah. It's like my favorite word that I said earlier, Krankenwagen, actually means like sick person's vehicle. Yeah. Which is ambulance. It makes sense. Well, I th- well, going along the um, like the literal line, I think this last one I've got for you might be the best. It's uh, Wildpinkler. Oh, that's uh, someone who pees in the wild. Yeah, a wild wild urinator. Um, that's so anyone, me, bro. Anyone, yeah, anyone takes a little, a little uh, wildy wee. Nice. I had a lovely, yeah. a lovely time looking up bizarre German words that weren't handy. <laughs> I have to say, German is like, it's very literal, so it's pretty useful because you can get very precise words, but it's the hardest language to learn. I mean, not the hardest, obviously, before you say anything to me about Russian, but it's it's hard. Do you I think reckon, I... As, a, as someone who speaks English, do you reckon 
it would be easier to learn because they have the same roots. Maybe initially, uh... then as you get more into it, the fact that everything can be like added onto it and you can create words out of words and like combination words, you just get really confused. And also, I think when you start, like, obviously, you know, English, start speaking German, and then there, there, there are things that are similar enough that you get them confused, but they're still different, if that makes sense. So you start intertwining both, and it just becomes a mess. Yeah. And isn't, isn't there, like, German has cases, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and okay, All of them. cases aren't, oh, it's only got three, hasn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's like, quite a lot compared to one in English. Yeah, but it's nothing compared to six in Russian. And I, I assume six or seven in Ukrainian. So like... Yeah, yeah. But it's just a ball ache and think about them all the time. Yeah, it's it's also incredibly complicated to explain that to someone who's never really had to deal with cases. Like if you were to explain it now to Sam, what a case is. Mate, it's, fuck, it's fucking hard. So it's like <laughs> every... Think about every single sentence has a has something that is acted upon or to or with. And what? Like, You've lost um, me already. It's like God, it's like everything has a every sentence has a subject and an object, and the way they the way they interact is called a case. Right. And in certain languages, you have more cases than others. But what the case system does is it basically you change how the words are pronounced or the endings or the suffixes or the or like the ands and like, the a, like and a mutation in Welsh. A bit like a mutation, but also slightly different. Oh and, god. And often cases will change verbs and adjectives and you have to know about all of them and get them right. And they also change depending on whether it's in a certain gender or not, or in singular or plural. Oh, God. Or not. I hate German I also hate has genders. a neutral gender. Well, that's good. So there's th- there's three genders in German. Makes sense. Yeah, but then you've got well, then you've got yeah. like three genders times three case endings, and things become that's a lot. Really <laughs> and they're not all different. Some are the same, so that's even more confusing. Anyway, I think this I've had just made it obvious s- why. I've had a similar conversation about this with like Tanner in Spanish. Yeah. I think Spanish doesn't have cases. It just has really complicated tenses, doesn't it? And very complicated genders, I think, as well. There's only two genders. Uh, I can't remember what it was that was complicated. But basically, this conversation just explains how why English is being used widely around the world and not German or yeah. Russian, Ukrainian. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, it's fucking easy. Yeah. yeah, And because we um, conquered most of the earth as well, but... Yeah. Well, at least well, oh. Germans tried, and we're not going to go into that in too much detail. They tried twice. Actually. Um, I feel I feel like we're not really going to go into a lot of detail about German history, which is which is a shame because it's like rich and varied and fascinating and has so much more than just uh, the first and second world war, which is a real shame. Well, to be fair, in terms of history, I have gone into some research with uh, the history of German beer. Because yeah. that, oh. that goes all the way back to 800 BC. Okay. Basically. So in Germany, there's been evidence of beer production within the tribes of Germanic peoples as early as 800 BC. Is that it? <laughs> no, obviously I have no more, but like that, that's a pretty crazy history if you think about it. In uh, Yeah. They started a beer purity law as well. Because Oh, uh, that sounds very German, it doesn't does, it? It does, doesn't it? Basically, they said it's only beer, right, if it has barley, hops and water in it. Okay. And what about rice beer? No, nope, not beer. 
What is according, that? According to Germany. But then again, this law is basically still used today. But rice beer is uh, like sake. No, I mean like Tsingtao or... Um... Is that rice beer? Yeah, it's a rice beer. Yeah. So, yeah, basically... Oh, I didn't even know that. It's a type of... Well, rice is a type of barley, isn't it? Or a type of grain, even. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. So so if it's grain, then it's then it's beer. It's the, the, loose, the loose term of it, basically, yeah. Not for Germans, though. Not for Germans. No, no, no. It's got to be barley. But, but didn't, yeah. didn't they steal all of the best beers from the Czechs? <clears throat> uh, what? What? Pilsner? The most boring of all the beers? Oh, that's not the only good Czech beer. That's not fair. I, I've only got skin in the game because I'm, I'm, I am both part German, but Germans who lived in the Czech Republic. Ah, fair. But no, but but what else have they stole from Czech Republic? I don't know everything. Because lager was <laughs> made in in uh, Germany. I yeah, that Pilsner it's... is a well known as German, but it. It's Czech. Yeah. Um, well, isn't there a city called Pils in yeah, Pilsen? Yeah, Pilsen. Yeah. Pilsen in Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking well, of which, well, well, hang on. I mean, it's bloody October. Oktoberfest is going on right now. That's a German beer. Well, actually, Ooh. funny enough, Oktoberfest is always in September and ends in October. Well, all right. It's still... Yeah. But what, it's, yeah. What, would you Would you like to go? I would love to go. It's the world's largest beer festival. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not really that much. I mean, yeah, it is about the beer, but it's not like a beer festival you'd expect to see that, like a lot of a lot of different beers to try and be great, but yeah, this is just yeah, one no, type of beer yeah, and just drink as much as you can I'm, yeah. I'm, and listen to very questionable German music. Yeah, but I then you've also fit. got, yeah, really good music. You've got really good food. Everyone's dressed really have you, sick. Have you, though? Is the food good there or is it just sausages? It's pretzels, sausages, roast chicken, sauerkraut. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, like, but there's fifteen hundred sausages, yeah, types of sausages, exactly, so, you know. and twelve hundred types of bread. So, what more do you need? Think of all the sausage sandwiches you can make. That is a lot of sausage. The, the combinations are just <laughs> almost endless. I think, like, I think Oktoberfest is less a beer festival now and more a gigantic rodeo. And I would, I would rather go to like a slightly dirty pub in the countryside that happens to put on a beer festival then go to mm. Oktoberfest because I know like I have zero shame in getting like and I th- maybe it's like as you get older I have like a little bit of like social anxiety I can't think of anything worse than getting like blackout drunk amongst thousands of people I'd rather do it in like a back <laughs> a little backwater in South Wales that happens to have a beer festival on and it's like two beers and one of them's Foster's you know like <laughs> oh, what? No, no. They've got to be at least German style. Well, is, is, is Foster's not a German style beer? No. I thought that I was. Mean, it's, la- it's lager, yeah, which is has German roots, but I, I wouldn't call that a German style beer. It's Aussie, oh, isn't it? Shots fired. Well, it's not even Aussie, is it? Like, they don't drink no, it's it. Not. It's brewed in like Newcastle or some shit like that. Um, what's your what's your favourite German beer then, Sam and Ed? For me, it's Tegernsee Hell. Oh, like a specific beer? Yeah, it's it's a beer from Bayern, from Munich, basically. 
Oh, I'll tell you what I love then. I love a shot of hopper. Oh, they're good to be fair. I the, had... You mean the, the grapefruit one? Yes. No, not just or the grapefruit the one. one. I, ha- I had the grapefruit one recently, but I had a watermelon and lime shot of hopper vice beer recently. Oh my God, it blew me away. <laughs> it was I'm... so good. I love weird beers, like fruity weird beers. And that was like, it didn't even taste like beer. It tastes like a soft drink. I'm um I'm a big fan of like any like Dunkelweiss or... Mm-hmm. The, I have had the occasional. I'm not sure if it's German. It's like Icebock. Have you had this, Sam? Icebock. How do you spell that? I, I don't. I can't spell German. B O K is the Bock bit, and then yeah, yes, B O C K. Yeah, it's like Icebock. Oh it, yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fro- like f- frozen distilled, so it goes yeah. up to like fifteen percent or like twenty percent. Apparently, um, it was discovered by accident. Yeah, yeah. They just left beer in a fridge, or in, yeah. in the in the back garden. Uh, when it got cold and then they pulled some off and it was like super strong and syrupy because that's how um like you know like brew dog and like all the weird little breweries who make like 50 percent beers yeah they all they all use um ice distilling to yeah. up the up the percentage because otherwise you're just making like brandy do you know what i mean yeah this has gone way out not way off topic but just like down another, beer, little, another yeah. little like What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Well, to, to take it back to, to traveling, um, yeah. I know you guys are both from Wales, but if you want to see more castles, you can go to Germany because it's home to around 25,000 castles. It's a lot of le- and it's a very that, famous Is that less one. than Wales? Per capita, it's less than Wales. Yeah. Very clear. It's definitely more in... in absolute Actually, that numbers. makes sense because Germany's bigger. So Why does it have yeah. so many castles? Do you know? Just too much, well, it used to be... Is it because it was like so many different... like? warring clans and tribes and stuff yeah 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 i mean to very briefly touch on german history because i really don't know much about it but before it was a unified country and uh went into their reich era it was just a bunch of little kingdoms yeah uh, and they obviously all have their, their castles and um they were kind of independent and yeah so they've got a lot of famous castles i'm, I'm sure you've seen like the the one in the Black Forest where like the, the, it's got a brick wall at the front and it just looks just perfectly like a Disney princess castle. The Neuschwanstein. Ah, oh, the Neuschwanstein, of course. Yeah, no, what? Neuschwanstein. <laughs> I'm having a look at it now. Yeah, I, I mean, well. it looks a little bit like Castle Cork in South Wales. If uh, It does look a bit like Castle Cork, actually. Like a shit version of it. I think that I reckon oh, they ripped yeah. off Castle Cork. Actually, I know what you mean though. That is so Disney princess esque. Oh my god! And the thing is, it's not even that old because it was built in eighteen sixty nine. Nice. And opened in eighteen eighty six. But who's it? Who's it for? Like, why? Why would you build it? Why would you open a castle? You know, instead, like you open a castle, like you open a fucking theme park. Like, <laughs> like is it a real castle? Do you know what I mean? Or is it just 
just a fancy little house. I, I am shitting on it because it, lo- it does look better than Castle Cork. Um, yeah, big time. Oh, my God. And the, the scenery around it is something else. So, basically, King Ludwig II of Bavaria felt the need to escape from the constraints from Munich and Aww, commissioned... Oh, poor little rich boy. Yeah, commissioned this uh, palace to be built, basically, in the remote northern edges of the Alps as a retreat. And, yeah, so it was kind of... He just looked at past castles and was like, I want to build an ultimate castle. Yeah, he went, I want this. In... I want that from this castle. I want this from that castle. Yeah. I want a tower for Rapunzel. Made... And then you just made the most castle-looking castle. Was that his objective? I think so. I think it was like... Is that when he when he had his first meeting with the architect? Was he like... The architect was like, so what do you want from the castle? And and King Ludwig was like, I want the most castle-looking castle in the, in the world. And then Matey Boy got onto it. Yeah. So there was an, an older castle called Hohenschwanggau, and that was in the authentic like style of the German knights castles uh, and he just wanted to remake that basically and the first, if you look at actually it's quite interesting if you look at the first like drawings of the architect it's way bigger and way more like extreme and the final version is actually way way smaller but yeah it was more of a vanity project by the by the looks of it from what uh, from what i know um, than like an actual it's not a fortress, is it? It's just like a palace. So it's yeah. not like he needed to protect his kingdom or anything. He just wanted to get away from the city. So instead of like building a small little house in, in the woods, he just commissioned this massive castle, wanted to make it look like proper castle, but made it a bit smaller in the end. But it still looks incredible. Well, um, well speaking of uh, places you go to get away from things, that leads us on very nicely to uh, my favourite segment of the episode, and yours, uh, the Alpha Guest House. Uh, brought to you, as always, in association by the Alpha Guest House, Bristol's premium guest house accommodation. Um, I don't know what they're up to at the, at the Guest House this week. Have you uh, have you gone past it recently, Ed? I've not gone past the Alpha Guest House in ages, um, so I can't update on the on the situation. I've, I've heard they've stopped using butter in place of margarine, um, because they can't afford the butter cost anymore. Um, <laughs> and they're also, they've also downgraded from Tetley to Typhoo. Downgraded from Tetley already. So, so this is the Hotel Zumhirsch am Bahnhof. Um, I'm not sure where it is. I, it's by the fire station, station of some description. Skin. This is. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street, scary place, not a hotel, something else, sad emoji. Positives first, late check-in, if you call, if you can call that, flexible with payment, we'll take cash under the table, empty, <laughs> wannabe hostel, nobody there, you are all alone in the dark. Negatives, smelly, used up rotten place. Wait, 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 that was positive, all alone in the dark? Well, you know, each to their own, I guess. Maybe maybe he's um, like a, a goth poet who wrote this. Uh, Sounds like it. <laughs> so negatives, smelly, used up rotten old place. They have given up on this building and let it fall into disrepair. Not worth a few bucks I paid for it. Oh, it's an American. Uh, it starts oh. from the... It starts in the light, the lighting, which is non-existent because they have to conserve on energy. That's sensible. So the place is dark. An old Asian lady will lure you into the lower bar area where I had to empty my pockets to pay for the room. 
Then she calls somebody on her cell phone and gives you, gives, gives, oh my God, and gives them your credit card number and they do the transaction <laughs> without you knowing what happened. The, the dark hallway then leads up to some extremely tight stairs in the back of the property through a, through a tunnel and you are on the first floor of some creaky rooms. First, you open the storm doors, then the actual room doors, where the locks are all mis mismatched and tampered with. The actual room is in a sad state of disrepair. And from that point on, you don't trust anything anymore. And all your bad intuitions come true. When you try to make use of the small and scarcely equipped room, what a disaster. By now it's midnight and you have to sleep, hopefully with your clothes on, and wait until the morning so you can check da hell like heck out of here. That's it's pretty good. The next one is, um, I think there's a little bit of like a, like a, a twinge of racism to some of these reviews. <laughs> this terrible hotel. Stayed there in October of 2013. I had the impression that this is kind of a scam. Can't believe that I had to pay 180 euros per night for the, quote, hotel of the value of 25 euros at night at maximum. Initially booked for three nights. Wow, that's like almost 600 euros worth. Um, but totally stayed there. But totally stayed there for seven hours without sleep. No power in my room. Poorly furnished room with awful smell. Narrow staircase. The Korean guy, bracket Mr. Kim, who runs the facility, is not speaking any English. It's getting worse that I cannot receive my money for the other two nights back, even though the guy there agreed that. Not recommended to anyone. Do you think he's actually called Mr. Kim? I mean, it's a pretty common name, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? it is, but the way, <laughs> the way you said it. It's in brackets, so I'm not really sure. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just racist. So yeah, so that is the fantastic hotel Zumhirsch am Bahnhof. Um, I wish I, I wish I. Do you know the city at least or town? I want to say Frankfurt, but that's just off the top of my head. I can't remember. It sounds lovely. I was reading, looking through some of the, I, and there's a picture of Mr. Kim on one of the reviews, and I was really getting like strong Alpha Guesthouse vibes. I was very excited by this hotel. Well, just because he was Asian. Yeah, it's just nice, isn't it? And also, like, it looked like a bit of a shithole. And he just yeah, looked, okay. yeah. like, he looked really... And I guess it reminded me a little bit of the Alpha Guesthouse because, unless I'm mistaken, that's also... it's The proprietor of the Alpha Guesthouse is also um, an Asian person. I think she's from Indonesia. Yes. Um, yeah, or Malaysia or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I was just getting strong vibes. Maybe they're like... You know, like, sometimes you have, like, twin cities... Maybe they're like twin hotels. <laughs> Shouldn't should most definitely do that. I think that would make life much more exciting if hotels were twin. Oh, you'd have to just do a tour of Europe of all down for guest house. That actually sounds like a horrible holiday, but yeah. Yeah. I think it would be great. It'd be really fun. Going to the worst places all over Europe. Mm. Yeah, but I think I think if you're They're not even cheap. Yeah, but it's you know, it's the experience, isn't it? I think I think I'd enjoy it. I think if I think you'd only not enjoy it if you were if you were somehow like tricked into doing it in, in, in the sense, like you're going to all the alpha guest houses around Europe. So you expect, you, you know, expect, you're doing, that, so you're doing yeah. it for fun more than like, oh, this is going to be a really relaxing little road trip. Ooh, I remember meeting a guy in the rally who he booked a flight. He basically, he did that really like romanticized thing of going to the airport and being like, what's the next flight leaving? And they said, it's going to some insert Eastern European country here. 
and he ended up going there, staying in a really bad hotel, and the only thing he could do for fun in that city was feed pigeons. And I can't... That was... um, Oh, my God, what's his name? Pete. Oh! (laughs) I can't remember... Yeah, but I cannot remember the city that he, he mentioned. But, yeah. Uh, let's let's throw some shade on some Eastern European countries. Where where do you speculate that was? Belarus. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't just Belarus. you can't just fly to Belarus though. You need a visa. But that was that was before. Oh, did you need a visa before as well? Maybe. I think so. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I can't. Re- I can't remember what he told me. Oh, maybe it wasn't Eastern Europe. Maybe it was further east. Further east than Eastern Europe. Like Kazakhstan or some shit like that. That's I can't. a long way to yeah, go. Yeah, it, it is, isn't it? It is, isn't it? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. But basically, I remember him telling the story that he went to some absolute shithole city and the only fun thing to do was feed pigeons. I feel like that's his problem, though, isn't it? Like, if you, if you go Ooh. somewhere and all you can think to do is feed pigeons, then you're the one who's missing out. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Even Pete, a small... you fucking idiot. I mean, I, mean I, could go to, I could go to Swindon tomorrow and i that and there's going to be a weather spoons like i'm not gonna have to, <laughs> i'm not gonna have to feed pigeons am i yeah just spend the week pissed up like was he there for um, a week bulgaria maybe i can't but yeah yeah he was there for a week yeah for a week that's crazy yeah <laughs> oh man because i remember oh, yeah. talking being like i've always wanted to do this he was like i did it don't it's shit <laughs> well it, it... <laughs> You could also end up in Bali. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have one other thing. The cars kind of come from Germany with Carl Benz, uh, who's meant to. Well, apparently he has built and patented the world's first true automobile in 1885. Cool. Obviously, Benz is from Mercedes Benz. That makes sense. Yeah. Carl Benz. I'm pretty sure Mercedes was actually the name of his daughter or something like that. But that's 1885, right? When was that castle built? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, like yeah. A, a couple that of years previous. 1886. Wow. <laughs> it was opened in 1886. That's crazy. That is crazy. What do you, out of interest, Ed, what do you call BMWs in Luxembourgish? Do you call them like BMW? Yeah, BMW. Interesting. Hang on. 1880 what? Five? Five. 1885, yeah. Because Albert Einstein was born in 1879. Yeah. And he was working in, like, nuclear shit, and like, that's crazy. Yeah, but he Why wasn't... are you building castles at that point? <laughs> we can build castles whenever. Doesn't you, like... you can build a castle now if you want. No, no, like, local planning permission offices weren't just like, oh, you can't build them now. Einstein's been born. <laughs> yeah, but surely, like, we've got better Einstein's shit to do now. Come on. When he, well, yeah, when he grows up, he's going to... Invent nuclear nuclear mathematics. <laughs> we should bring back building castles, though. It's pretty cool. Like, imagine you just like, oh, I've got a bit of land. Let's build a massive castle. <laughs> like a to be fair, yeah, thing. you get planning permission to build. You like, yeah, you didn't tell me how far up I could build. I think you do have to tell them how far up you can build. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's, <laughs> that's one of the yeah. main requirements, actually. <laughs> what? Why? Because you, you can't just can't... build a skyscraper yeah, exactly. and the brick and beacons. It's an eyesore. You got to think about like shadows and stuff. I think. Oh. Actually, to be fair, I remember when I got an extension on my house, my dad had to go to court because the neighbour behind us was like, nah, you're going to ruin my son. Yeah, like, exactly. Son on my house, on my garden. My dad was like, you can get, well. It can get really contentious. He's like, sue me, bro. 
And did it? Who did, did you win? Or you're not allowed to? To so my dad went to his house when he, when this guy was out. Like, I'm taking you to court. And my dad went, all right. He was like, don't worry though. He's like, when I drive past you in the street, he's like, if I wave at you, he's like, I want you to wave back at the end of this, no matter who wins. He's like, I don't want this to ruin our relationship as neighbors. Let's just get out of the way now. And this guy went, all right. He might, my dad went, but just so you know, I will fight this all the way to the end. And we won. We got the extension on the house and he moved. A couple of months later. Uh, what a sore loser. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's, like, that's a really beta move. Yeah, top job, mate. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Um, yeah. Well, you, you, you mentioned um, Albert Einstein, of course, a famous German. Mm. Have you got any other famous Germans? Uh, Heisenberg. He's another physicist uh, in yeah. quantum, quantum mechanics. Who else have I got? I've got a list here. Otto Hahn, nuclear chemist. Right, why are they all scientists? Werner von Braun, uh, rocket technology. <laughs> Oh, he made the right. V2. He made the V two rocket during World War Two. We'll we'll go over him. Uh, Heinrich Hertz, uh, electromagnetism. Oh my God, what on earth? Wilhelm yeah. Conrad Röntgen, uh, X rays. Yeah, and also Car- where we get the uh, um, nuclear radiation uh, name from? Röntgens. You know when you, they ah. have that like like. like cracking noise when they yeah. whenever there's like a nuclear bomb like that stuff i thought that was that was geiger yeah yeah but the but the their measure there's a geiger counter but they mm. i think the measure of radiation is in like rentgens oh okay obviously carl benz and i've got uh johannes gutenberg and he invented the printing press true that true Wait, that. germany's germany's full of some smart geezers and you've you've missed out some of the really big swinging penises of germany uh people like Immanuel kant um heidegger <laughs> heidegger the, the big dog himself karl marx um that guy who invented protestantism whose name i can't remember luther martin luther oh uh, yeah we haven't even got into like artists. there's also a football player who retired now called schweinsteiger yeah. which means pig climber wow Do you how do you get un- that name? How, yeah, how do you unpack that name for us, Ed? Well, it's a, that's it. Like it literally means pig climber. Yeah, <laughs> but like I get, I get the like second names came from the place. You know what I mean? Like like Swinard was a swineherder, Smith, you know, blacksmith, pig climber. Well, clearly this fucking ancestors climbed on pigs. I, I, I yeah, know yeah, but nothing. But, I just know the name but, translated. But to what end? Like, what's what's the what's the outcome? Of climbing a pig, aside from riding it. Well, clearly just mobility. Mate, Germans are weird. Yeah. To be fair, riding a pig into battle—that's pretty badass. <laughs> I guess it depends. <laughs> if on you the had, pig, if you had to, if you had to ride an animal into battle, what would it be? A giraffe. A giraffe. That suits you. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but where would you ride? Top of the neck or on the back? On the back, obviously. Yeah, but top of the neck—you could really, like, literally reach new heights. Yeah. I would, I, I would I, ride a silverback gorilla. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. Um, I, god, I'm, I'm really struggling. I think. I mean, the heart. Like you snorkeling kit and get the heart says elk. Oh. Just because it would look sick. Yeah. I feel really dumb with my giraffe now. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think, I think giraffe is good because you have a choice. You can either ride on the back. 
and like have a sword, or you can build a, some sort of small nest on its neck. Hang and on, be hang an on. Archer. How long is your sword? Giraffes are massive. <laughs> yeah, just long, you know, in proportion to the giraffe. You'd have to have like a spear. Well, yeah, whatever. Fine, whatever. Well, there you go. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so elk or... Oh, God. I think a camel would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun, but not yeah. practical. Yeah. Um, or you get something really fun, really silly, like a goat. Because mm? goat, goats, goats can climb. That's a really good escape vehicle. Yeah, but not with you on its back. You're calling me, you're calling me fat. <laughs> No, I'm calling a goat small. <laughs> and and you, do you think a silverback can just like easily walk oh, around with you and not mate, like throw you around? Yeah, but it's, it's trained. Yeah, no, I don't doubt the capabilities of carrying you, but <laughs> if a goat can't carry you, then I'm sure a gorilla can't. A gorilla Goats definitely can. I could have a piggyback of a gorilla all day. Yeah, but the, you wouldn't want to then. What do you mean you wouldn't want to? I've trained him. He's my pet. Well, he's he's a he's a concubine. He's more than that. He's more than that. We're equals. It's a symbi- it's a symbiotic relationship. Talking about animals, though, do you know what the national animal of Germany is? They yes. actually don't have a designated national animal. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Isn't it? Isn't it the eagle? It's the golden it is. eagle. Is considered a national symbol, but it's not the national animal because they don't have one. Wow. Yeah. Well. Well, I, I would, I would have assumed it's the pig because they found apparently found fifteen hundred ways of turning it into a sausage, but <laughs> and climbing it. Yeah, they do all sorts of things with pigs, by the sound of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, um... I um, before we wrap things up, I did very briefly look at cryptid creatures in Germany, and I say I looked at. They're too serious for it. Well, you say that, so I sort of went a little bit off off topic and i knew in my heart of hearts which creature i wanted to talk about and it's of course the krampus <laughs> sam are you, are you familiar with the krampus the krampus is scary santa claus right uh yes yes it is um and in fact i've got a little little thing for you here um it's thought to come from uh, either the old bavarian word Krampen, meaning dead or rotten, um, or from the German Kramp, Krampen, meaning claw. Um, so yeah, theorized to stretch back to pre-Christian Alpine traditions. Um, and basically, yeah, the Krampus comes around your house at around Christmas time. Uh, if you've been a naughty boy or a girl, uh, or, you know, other. Um, <laughs> you've been a naughty boy or a girl. Just <laughs> or Naughty boy just or girl or other. Uh, Krampus come fuck you up. That's Makes all sense. I've got. Yeah. He's uh yeah, he's a bad man. Also, if 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 you ever get annoyed with someone or if someone's ever being annoying to you or angry, you can call them a crank and uh it's really funny. There we are, Hilarious, that's me done. Yeah. So it's not very good. I'm 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 all tapped on Germany to be honest. They're, well we've we've missed out all of it far too much. Uh the capital's yeah. Berlin, they've got some other big cities. <laughs> it's nice. They've got seven national yeah. parks. Uh, some of them are UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Yeah, check it out. If you've not heard of Germany yeah. yet, apparently it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got techno. They do have techno. Do. Yeah, German techno. And and Schlager, which is probably oh, the best God, it's, music it's, genre in the world. It's definitely not. 
Is that like it uh, is most definitely dick like top of salad? That's exactly what it is, Sam. Dick of top of salad. Ole, ole, ole. I fucking love that song, man. <laughs> That's my alarm for the morning. Oh, I really hope it is. <laughs> it's not, but it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wake up. How do you set songs <laughs> in your alarm on iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> Big tits potato salad. And on that note, we'll see you next week on, on an island, which is not the UK. Cyprus. But part of it is the UK. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Ooh. Don't give too many spoilers away. Too many spoilers. Nice Ed song. just said what it was. All right. I'm not blaming you. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. See you next week in Cyprus. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> Bye.